When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Good morning. Happy hump day. Welcome to the Donna and Steve experience on my talk 1071. Everything entertainment. All right. I had a, another Donna moment. Oh. So this I'm happened yesterday yours. at our station picnic and I just got to get it off my chest. Oh, yeah. How was the picnic? Well, first of all, I thought the picnic was in the front of our building, so I was just going to walk out the door and be like, hello, picnic. Yeah, hello, make an appearance, and then move about your day. Where was it? Did you notice the blurriness? Yeah. Did you notice the brightness? Nope. Nope. Hmm. I only put the glasses on to fill out the form for the taste test. Okay. And I was just dying. I go, this whole time I'm talking to you, in my mind, I have sunglasses on. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, oh, I was like, wow, I didn't, I'd never seen you wear glasses before for this long. <laughs> anyway, that was my daughter. Oh, Donna. Were they readers? Yeah. Oh. Yes, ma'am. Which are considerably less fashionable. You know what they I'm are. saying? Correct. Yes. So you can yep. get them at Dollar Tree. That's right. <laughs> That's probably where you got them, right? You're like, try them a bunch on, see which ones work. That's I think, what I'm going to do I soon. I think these are Costco. Oh. So I bought like a five you pack. You bought them. Yeah. Oh, you're so But I'm going rich. to the Dollar Tree today. May I uh, what? attempt to get under your skin? <sighs> Unbelievable. What a woman. <laughs> What a woman. <laughs> what do you want? You can only be in the same room with her, guys, when she does it. It's really exhilarating. What do you want? Um, yesterday, I got um, I got a call from, a, I guess, a new friend. I said, okay, I'm going to play this. Don, um, mm. can you just turn my mic, like my gain up just a little bit? Yeah. I'm going to play this right from my phone. Don, I'd like you to listen uh, to okay. this voicemail. I'm here. Here we I go. Got. Here we go. Hang on. Oh, wait, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Oh, no. speaker. Hang I on. know who right. it is. Yeah, I got to get it on speaker. Come right. on, go back. Here we go, speaker. Mm, I now. talked to this person hey, yesterday. Bobby J. I know it might have come up as Phyllis Jensen. You never know. Give me a buzz. I'm five, two, three. Oh, I'd like to ask you a question. I would like to ask you a question. So, Bobby J. Okay, you can turn me back up. Bobby J, for those who don't know, is one of my longtime friends. Whatever. He is uh, Bobby J. Donna made the introduction, but like she does with all introductions that she makes that people meet me, and they're like, this is fun. Look at him. He's like a jack in the box. <laughs> I've hit it off. Uh, one of my dear friends, yeah, Marty. That's the best explanation of or, me. or, or uh, metaphor or whatever it is. That is you. You are a jack in the box. No, you know who he is? He's that guy at the car dealerships that waves uh-huh. in the wind. The yeah, that guy. too. And also um, on the Island of Misfit Toys, you're that jack in yes. the box. Yes. Ah. 
And everyone's like, get that guy away from me. That's who you are. But anyway, continue with your story. So when she made an introduction uh, with my now dear friend, Marnie Gellners, uh, local (laughs) famed sports reporter, she and I are extremely close now because we just get each other. Your coffee date. I'm lunch date. Let's just get that straight. That's I'm coffee date because she knows that I don't want to eat lunch with anyone. Certainly not her. No offense to Marnie, but I just don't, you know, want to eat lunch with any human. That's not my wife. And even then, I'm like, can we turn the TV on? Then you introduce me to, we can't say his name, I guess, Mus, your former <laughs> co-host. And he and I hit it off extremely well. He and I have only had to talk about three times in our lives. And we realized that we just get along. So then she introduces me to Bobby Jensen, who uh, his first... His curb appeal, if he's a house, his curb appeal is bully, right? He's like a New Jersey mobster who's going to like mm-hmm. leave you in a dumpster by the end of the day if you don't cut down your stupid hybrid poplar tree. He's also a little bit of a garden gnome. <laughs> Doesn't well, it look like a garden gnome? Yes, he has a very, that's what, that's what makes his Jersey boardwalk empire vibe so <laughs> difficult to process because he looks so lovable. And then you just get the sense that he's going to put a hit on you. So then that's that's that is local broadcasting legend Bobby Jensen calling me, first of all, telling me that he is Steve. It's Bobby J. So immediately he says, call me by my friend name, Bobby J. So now I'm Bobby J with him. And then what an intriguing way to end a voicemail when he says, I've got a question to ask you. That's a good tease. So I'll be calling your former friend and my new best friend, Bobby Jensen. We'll probably talk trees. Mm-hmm. I can actually home. tell you what he wants. Oh. <laughs> don't, Rob, don't do this. Oh, don't I want to know. Rob just turn your, joy. just take off your headphones. This is really. Okay. He wants to take Steve's kids somewhere oh. to get edumacated about bees because they're afraid of bees. Oh, that's so sweet. So he set up a date. He called the owner of this particular place and uh, wants to talk to Steve about it. That is so sweet. I know. He's a good guy. could be terrifying for his kids. I know. Yep, sure. Come on back now. Hey, man. Come back over here. So anyway, uh, but I hear you were doing yard work. Guys, I was outside for three and a half hours just Killing it. I was weeding. I was mowing. I was blowing. I was trimming. I was doing all the things, and it just takes so long. But it is deeply gratifying. Talk about the feeling that you had when you sat on the couch at the end of the night. I didn't. Huh? I didn't. I just, I was done. I paid. I, I did other stuff. But anyway, um, it's satisfying, but it never ends. That, it never goes away. That's the metaphor of life that awaits you in the great outdoors. I need to hire your kids. You need to hire. I told you this. When it comes to mowing your lawn, you need to hire a kid. I don't mind mow your, mowing. Mowing is fun. Is there a teen around? She could get. I'm telling you, how long does it take you to mow? An hour. Maybe a little less. I just think you would want to outsource that. I don't think you're going to be able to get a teen who knows no, what you want done weeding. with your hedges and stuff. But you know what we learned, uh, Don, earlier in the week is that Donna is, she is that lady on her block yeah. who yells at kids when they step on her get grass. because it's She her, literally said it. She said it to a child, to a little kid who was <laughs> just riding his bike. Sorry, he time. veered off and she put her cigarette down for a second and said, get the <laughs> hell off of my lawn. 
And then when I asked her about it the other day, she was like, well, yeah, like I put a lot of work into this lawn. So she is lawn lady on her block. Every block's got one. And she, you should put a little sign up that says keep off the grass. Cause we, like I'm I said, gonna, I'm going to go get and one. We had a guy in my old neighborhood who used to have that. And it was like, and then oh, can man. we get our digital artist to make a little cartoon face of you? <laughs> Real crabby yes. looking because that would make yes. him laugh. Right. Yes, I like cigarette that. Ha- uh, like draped down in one and hand, I mean, the other house one house coat, or house coat. Robe. Yeah, sure. And okay. then like uh, chardonnay Curlers in the in other hand. hand. Curlers, yeah, don't yeah. forget. Yeah. <laughs> All right, get out of here. All right. Uh, thank you. When we come back, we have a lot to get to today. Uh, Wednesday, we play Millennial X Games at 11.30. 10.30, we're playing the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. What's your problem? 9.30, we have a bone to pick with Don McLean. Oh, well, we'll be picking some bones. <laughs> That's coming up at 930. Uh, um, I got a couple things. Let's wake your brain up. Things that make you go, huh? How many people have ever walked on the moon? If I say for a million dollars, you got to be within two. How many people have ever walked on the moon? Hmm. That's a good question. We'll dig into that when we return. Don doesn't believe Chan Hassan Dinner Theaters. Live theater. Fantastic. Live music. Fantastic. Live comedy. Fantastic. Where could you see it all? Chanhassen Dinner Theater. So when you go to ChanhassenDT.com, uh, you can get all your tickets there. You can really fill up your summer. I keep telling you, fill it up with live music. If you love live music, they've got wonderful concert series happening all throughout the summer. Uh, also on the main stage, Footloose, the 80s hit movie is now there. It's a, it live and in a living color right in front of you. Choreography is so fun. Uh, all the songs that you know and love from Footloose, you get to sing along with those. Just a classic story. Footloose on the main stage. Uh, recently just extended their run, by the way, through February of 2023. They say it's a great time to get those tickets for the holidays if you're planning to do a little holiday outing with fam or friends. Stevie Ray's Comedy Cabaret Improv Comedy every Friday and Saturday night, all based on your audience suggestions. Chan Hassan DT Lori and Julia here with Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Now it's happening to me. I only have one ear. I know that. Well, you're over here. Why is that happening? Take your take it and go over your microphone and pull it a little bit tight. Ah! I know. I had to do the wire thing. I just put in brand new headphones that Donna immediately was like, those suck. Those are tiny. It's funny because I go, those are not radio studio headphones you need to wear studio headphones well what i was trying to figure out maybe i have to do this but what i was trying to figure out was is there a way that i can see because if you have if your hair just lays flat it you can't really tell headphone hair but if you have a pompadour then i wear like a head there's like a headphone marking marking dent. for the sure. rest of the day and so i was like can i find so the, I'm wearing air or air like in ear pods right now. These are bad. These are bad. Damn it! And I don't know what to do. Now what do I you have to get, to get a get thing these. above my head? Yeah, Steve, I'm sorry. Those things that you have cost eighty dollars. Oh, Normally they're one hundred and ten. Yeah, eighty is good. What did you pay for those? Thirteen dollars. Yeah, that looks like it. Donna, this is your career now. You need to invest. I love this. This is going to be a promo. <laughs> promo. <laughs> Donna chastises Steve for headphones. You can't wear cheap headphones. You know what happens when you wear cheap headphones? What? You sound cheap. Oh my god. I do. I when you wear good headphones, your voice sounds so much better than it does in real life because there's a roundness to it. There's a warmth to it. And that is not happening for you right now. Huh. 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 
How many people? Oh man, I'm really. How many people have ever walked on the moon? If uh, I'll give you a million dollars, so if somebody comes up to you, not me, and says, "I'll give you a million dollars," you've got to be within two. Ten. All right, Don. Six. I want to be clear. One of you just won a million dollars. Wait, both of us? Oh, because if the answer is eight, then we both won a million dollars. But if it's four, if it probably is four. I bet. Well, no, or it could be twelve. Do we, like co- do we missions. count the Russians? Oh, I forgot about the Russians. Everybody just sit back and enjoy this free <laughs> logic and math lesson. This is like really cool to hear you guys go through it. Well, it could be four. What, it's got to be eight? Well, it could be. Could be 12. If it's 12, then I win. Could be. Yeah. If it's six, Dawn wins. Who's just, yeah, or could four. be 10. Or what did I say? You said six. Donna yeah. said if 10. It's four or six. I, I win. I know I said six, right? Yeah, you I don't said, remember. All right, all you said blur. six. I, I remember hear. it. You said six. <laughs> I did, I did. Donna, mm-hmm. you said ten. I think she, uh, my first instinct was ten. I want to say that. Well, I'm sorry, <laughs> Don. Why did I change it? Because you must hate money. There were 12 people that have <laughs> walked on the surface of the moon. Yes! Donna just won a million dollars. And Don, you're going to have your well, muffler's going to fall off on the I way home today. I'm you could have changed your fortunes. What if I don't believe in the first moon landing? Mm. Oh, then it was staged. I'll and hear it was that argument. Shot by Stanley Kubrick, and the film *The Shining* is about his guilt oh. of staging the moon landing. And there is evidence all over that <laughs> film. There's wow. a full documentary. Ask Holly Roberts. She's she believes the same thing. Stoner. So does um, <laughs> Colleen. So does Colleen. Colleen yeah. too. Yes. Oh yeah. Yes, oh, yeah. ladies. You guys should just why don't why don't like you, Colleen and Holly, have a uh, it could be called podcast. the foil hats. Oh, yeah. yeah. Or the tinfoil hats. And then you just talk about conspiracy theories. That's their show. That's Cobra. That's right? Cobra <laughs> Gang. It's called the Cobra Gang. Do you ever listen to their show? Listen. It's really good. Donna. What? I have things going on. <gasps> I'm not a, listen, I'm not a big radio listener. Because wow, I work okay, at it. Okay, way to sell I'm, it. No, I love hey. radio. I love making radio. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm not going home, and I like a little distance from work. You know what I'm saying? Wow! It's like when I used to work at Reels, Reels Channel. Now it's like all like celebrity crime. Um, No, I would I would watch a little bit, but not a ton of it. And then I wanted separation from work. And then I and this went over like a lead balloon. I unfollowed everybody on Facebook uh, that I worked with. I remember that they did not take kindly to it. They were like, "Hey, that's." Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel.
super D-baggy yeah. of you. Well, I don't do yeah. Facebook, so I didn't notice. No, no, yeah. it wasn't here. It was a, this is a Reels. Oh, this is a Reels. Oh, oh, so yeah. back and, when Facebook was... Yeah, and I was just like, I need distance. So yeah, you know, I just like a little distance from things. Okay. Sometimes... From you know, it used distance. to be required to listen to, to the radio station you worked at. Yeah, Like our program stupid. director would be like, uh, you need to listen to the station. So you know what other people are doing. See, and here's how I think about it. Um, what I don't rebel. want, I don't want to be influenced. So, like, if there's like a hot entertainment story, oh, I, I don't want to hear anybody else's take before I share mine because mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, that's going to form my opinion. I'll I'll hear it after. You know what? I I'll buy that. Okay. Okay. Thanks. All right, Donna. Are you going to stop listening to the morning show now, Donna? Never. Okay. I love you guys. Kiss up. You're my best friends. Even a nuclear apocalypse won't get you out of paying your taxes. The IRS manual has policies in place for collecting taxes after nuclear war, mostly about shifting their focus to people in areas that weren't totally bombed out. Wow, that's aggressive. That's why we run that commercial. about the IRS bothering you? (laughs) (laughs) She even listens to the commercials. I do. I love our commercials. They're great. Our advertisers are Mm -hmm. the best. I think that, too. You are such a kiss-up. This is who you were in class, right? Really? No, I wasn't. I was always in the principal's office. Even though you're being annoying kiss-up right now, I'm going to give you this fact because I thought you would like it. The depiction of the mafia on The Sopranos was so accurate that mm-hmm. real members thought they were being spied on. The FBI actually heard the real mafia's conversations about the show, The Sopranos, mm-hmm. via wiretaps. Yep. Donna it is very that. accurate. It's neighborhood. It oh, is. my gosh. It's her uncle. <laughs> yeah. That, that's it's Uncle not, Tony's it's voice. not. Anyway, I love The Sopranos. You should mm-hmm. go back and watch. Love hey, it. who ate all the gabagoo? We picking bones with Don next? Yes. All right. We'll tell you what. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything Entertainment. Producer Dawn McLean's with us as well. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. Ken Barlow says mostly sunny, windy, and hot today. I have 90. Wow. Yeah. Man, the heat's back. Heat's back, guys. Okay. Heat's back. Yay. He's back. How's it looking for the 4th of July? Let me I think see it's looking here. pretty comfortable for the weekend. Oh. Hey, everybody, we have a meteorologist here. Uh, oh, really? On, uh, Monday, uh, partial Monday? sun with the afternoon evening thunderstorms possible, high of 87. That's what it is so far. Oh. Hmm. How about Saturday? I'm going to rattle Saturday, off 10 Sunday. days in a row. You ready? Oh, just Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Friday, 83, mostly sunny, See? less humid. Saturday, mostly sunny, warm with nighttime thunderstorms possible, high of 85. See? I'm going to do the 10 days starting today. Oh, my gosh. Next Friday. Oh, here we go. Oh, 94, God. 91, 85, 85, 88, 87, 86, okay, 86, 90, oh. 93. Okay, thanks, Steve. Mm. Bye now. Hope you have an irrigation system. Right? Okay. Boy, lawns get charred. You don't have irrigation. Your lawn is at the mercy of Mother Nature. I'm a little concerned because I did a lot of trimming yesterday, and I might have gone pretty low to the ground. Did you did you mow too low? I have it on three. Okay. That's I need to get my long. blade sharpened. Oh, that's a thing? Yeah. Oh, hey. And if you, it's really important to get your blade sharpened because then it cuts the, the, cut the top of the grass in a way that it won't, is less likely to receive stress from extreme weather. My mower came with two blades, nice. two extra blades. I don't know what for. Self-defense. <laughs> yeah, get yeah. out of here, Ted. That's right. Yeah. Anyway, Dawn, we have a bone to pick with you. What's what? I just heard about this bone when we came into this studio. 
Oh. And I was uh, gob. Yeah. So yesterday we were talking about a movie that is streaming right now. (laughs) And Dawn was like, ew, no. I couldn't even get through the 45 minutes. It's intimacy. You know what I hate more than romance? Intimacy. Thank you for listening to me. You're welcome. That's what I said. Uh, And then lots of uh, emails came in. Some people agreeing with you. Other people saying... I loved it. It's a great movie. Don't listen to Dawn. She's cray cray. I also said that it was my opinion and that 80% of people would like it. Yes, you did. So are you one of the 80% now? I watched the rest of it. And once you get past the uncomfortableness of the, are we going to do this or not? It becomes a different story. I see. There are sexual parts, and I was like, eh, I don't need to see this. Yeah, uh, yeah. But it becomes more about um, the relationships that people have with their parents. Oh. Oh. And their chil- and what uh, relationship as a parent you have with your child as oh. they become adults. So hmm. they both have conflicts in that oh. area. Let's say the name of the movie again, too, for those wondering. It's called Good Luck to You, Leo Grand. And it's on Hulu. It has uh, Emma Thompson um, and um, some other guy from Peaky Blinders who plays the the sex worker. Uh, So it's very, it freaked me out because I'm not really, it's like, I don't like intimacy, watching other people's intimacy. Let me put it that way. It felt too personal. And I was like, oh. God, <laughs> yeah, I don't like the way he's staring deeply at her. That makes me feel like I shouldn't be here. Sure, uh, great acting on their part. And what is what happens is that the story changes. There's still the underlying the purpose of her meeting with him and all of that, and there's nudity. But um, I was way more interested in this outside of the sex. I was like, all right, okay. now I've got to hear what she has to say about her kids and how he is hurt when he hears it oh. because of his relationship with his parents. So he's and listening then, from a from a offspring point of view. She's yes, because he's around her a, son's age. Yes. Mm. Uh, and Weird. daughter's age. So then we get into her wanting to dig deeper into, well, what about you? What's your real life like? Who are you? Is that your real name? And he gets very freaked out. And then it becomes more about why is he so upset? I was so interested in his story. And it has nothing to do with... It does have to do... And also, she was a teacher. And so she shamed girls while she was a religion teacher about how short their skirts were and gave them lectures about how they look like sluts. Oh, wow. And and there's regret about that. And, you know, it's it's really complicated, and it got really good. I'm so impressed by these, well, this guy. Wow. Oh, okay. All right. I think I'm more impressed by him it. than Emma Thompson? Wow. No, now, I expect her to be at a certain okay. level, but I didn't sure. know this guy from Adam because I, I, I haven't watched Peaky Blinders. But... Um, Okay. Wow, he's a great actor. Okay. What he shows beyond that whole just like I am I'm sexually my sexual prowess and I'm gonna seduce you. There's so much more than that. The layers of what this guy shows. He's a great actor. Some questions. Yeah. Okay, does this all take place in one encounter? No. 
Oh, I don't so want to give away un- too much, okay. but not one encounter. Got it. And it, but it's so like Jason said, um, it's like a play because it takes place mostly. There are only two locations. Got it. There's okay. a hotel room and then another place. Okay. So it's like this should be a play. I watch a lot of things that I go. This is a play, oh, mm. but I a did lot end up loving it. Okay, all right. This is so complete 180 for me. Do I need to watch this? Yeah. Okay. It feels like you'll watch this. Okay, I do like the name Leo. (laughs) See? Does it take sometimes... I want to hear, yeah. Sometimes I have to really pitch a movie at her. Other times it's like, that's a cool name. It's in the title. I think I'll watch it. I want to hear what you have to think. Okay, I'll let you know as soon as I watch it. Yeah, whenever you get to it, I hate to put pressure on people. By the way, meanwhile, after the show yesterday... I was like, you know what? I, I put all sorts of things on my social media. Uh, dumb things, hose reviews, stupid rants about the weather. And uh, so we we had this conversation about this movie yesterday, which spun into a separate conversation about how we feel about intimate scenes in movies and all that. And then I gave my little rant about fast forwarding through sex scenes mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. why I do it. So then I was like, you know what? Oh, by the way, I've been having fun doing this a couple times on my social recently. Um, I have just recorded. No, I don't know what to do. I record a part of the radio show. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like doing the podcast at home and then I will record a part of it. And then I will just play it back with the microphone on my, like, with my camera. So I'm taking a selfie, and it's just me, oh, yes, like, yes. hey, listen. And then I we play back a part of the show. So it's kind of fun to get a little bit of the radio show um, up there. I'm sure there's a better way than me just creepily looking at the camera without saying anything, but you hear my voice in the background. But I put uh, the my, my little, like, 60-second blurb on why I fast forward through sex scenes. I did my Steve Pruderson thing. And then I was like, I'll just put it out there. And I thought, I wonder how the internet is going to react. You never know how the internet will react. And sure. I put it on Instagram, Facebook. And and then I was, it's funny, even for a second, I was like, I don't think this is going to go over well on TikTok. And then I was like, oh, what do you care? Just put yeah, it yeah, on TikTok. Yeah. So I put it on there. But it was great. It got a lot of, I, I got a lot of supportive responses, but then some other people who had some different opinions on it and it had some different takes. And it has like over 100,000 views on TikTok. So people are coming across it. Um, and you're both featured in the video as yeah, well. Yeah, thank you. Uh, but yeah, it was an interesting conversation point. And some people who were thinking about things, either it, the, the majority agreed. Um, or supported, whatever you want to put. You can find us on my Instagram if you want to hear what we're talking about. But um, a few people who were like, oh, I've never really thought of it like that before. And then then people were tagging their boyfriend or oh, their really? husband. Oh. And then one person even said, I just saved this in my TikTok in case my husband happens to find it. And then, But then I saw other like women who were mentioning a guy in their comment. Jeez, and so I was like, oh, geez, I'm probably getting in a little trouble with them. Um, but it was it was an, sort of an interesting dialogue. What was the majority saying? This is it's, a it's good thing to do. It turns out there were a lot of people out there that feel like there's too much sex in movies. That it's, uh, you know, kind of exploitative in that way. Yes. And actually, just when I was like, I'm probably such a, a, a weirdo. Um, many other people who actually said, oh, my husband always does this and uh, some people even saying my husband has done this and i've never known why and then he articulated it and some people saying oh i just showed this to my husband and i've told him this before suggested this and then he just now somebody said it took apparently it took a man explaining it to him yes. for him to like, this is true <laughs> open no up to but it. Yes. steve honestly having a man 
explain because if we say it, we look jealous or and prudy right. and, yeah. and like right. we're we're um, prudy and we're just it it gives a different impression if a woman says it because we are emotional creatures sure. when it comes to sex and it makes it look like we don't want you to ever look at anybody else because we're psycho. Right. <laughs> you know and I, mean? I guess I should reset, too, since we're talking about it. And some of you didn't listen yesterday and you're like, what the heck are you talking about? Um, it, it was that I fast forward those scenes and Lou and I together will, too. But coming from my own male perspective and having an awareness of how I think male brains work, how mm-hmm. males typically are stimulated. It's very mature of you. Um, is generally visually. That's a real driver right. for us. And uh, so not not wanting to store other images of other naked women in my mind, because in short, it would dilute my appreciation of my wife. And I want to really protect um, that relationship. And I, you know, it's, it kind of goes back to like the little, the children's song, like be careful little eyes, what you see. I know that that sounds childish and maybe it sounds too conservative for some of you, but I think that there is real truth to that, particularly with like, with sexual Images, right? Yeah, in like a if different you're obsessed way with than a like, certain body part or a certain act. Correct. That's that's can be, which I never had this view before. I heard you talk about it, but in a different way though, and I don't understand the science of this, but in a different way than if I watch a movie that has um, violence in it or like a Marvel movie. I'm not mm-hmm. like I want to go blow up a building. I got to right. blow up a building. There's something about how we are sexually stimulated and how we store images and just my thinking is you want to bring less people to the bed with you you want to really try to drive your well this explains also you saying you know men are visual women are not Mm -hmm. necessarily visual which is why a lot of times you see a looking dude with a hot chick (laughs) right right? because you're you're valuing something else right exactly so but it also explains why you see guys on these dating apps with their shirts off at the gym because they're visual. Yeah. But what you have to remember as men is we're not. Right. I see someone doing that and I'm like, bye. Zero next. feeling about it. Yes. Yeah. I'm just like, like oh, yeah. you're a douchebag. Yeah. Exactly. It's kind of similar to <laughs> like, like showing off. It's very show off y. It's kind of like a love language thing, you know, like when you the language that you receive or the language that you speak the most. So for me, um, it would be words of affirmation Mm -hmm. and physical touch for Lou. Those are not her top two. But how I want to the language that I'm fluent in when it comes to love is words of affirmation and physical touch, though, the love language that she is fluent in is acts of service yeah. and quality time. So she's like, in her mind, I'm like, honey, thank you so much for what you did and blah, 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 blah. And she's thinking, you know what would be better? If you just unloaded the dishwasher <laughs> and showed me love that way, as right. opposed to just pontificating about how great I was today, that doesn't hit. So Agreed. maybe similarly with yes, some of that. Exactly. We're using stereotypes here because it makes the conversation a little easier. I know there are um, exceptions to the rule. But anyway, if you want to hear the whole thing, it's up on... Um, my Instagram and all that. Okay, goes. thanks. I just got a leg pain. Okay. That's from what you just said. It's a punishment. <laughs> yep. Yeah, you're being punished. Oh, I don't know by whom, maybe but maybe porn oh. gods. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> also, by the way, some people did say in the comments, um, oh, my gosh, this is why I don't, I've never seen corn. Two people said corn. corn. And I was like, this is how 
anti-porn this person is that <laughs> they tried to put in porn and their phone was like, you mean corn? Yes. Right, because you've never written porn. <laughs> oh, how precious. That's hilarious. Yeah, I, we got to go. Yeah. If you see something, you should say something. Um, who was the real star of Seinfeld? It's an interesting debate that uh, that online is having, uh, Reddit is having. So we'll okay. dig into that. When we come back, it's Donna and Steve on My Talk. Donna and Steve on My Talk 107.1. Everything entertainment. Hello. Hello. Many of you remember me. From my seven years on local television. <laughs> but here I am now. Oh. No longer on TV. Going backwards. Yeah, yep. is it, are you supposed to go, go from radio in into TV? Isn't that like oh, a natural? Really? I'm, I'm just asking. I'm just asking. Not everyone aspires to be on TV. It I is- did get my degree in, in TV production. Oh, is that right? Yeah, I wanted to be a producer. Um, yeah, let me tell you, you know, radio, I really love radio. What's on the grid? You know, oh, I don't know, something about this. <laughs> just kidding. But what I love about radio is you just get to sink into, we get to have longer discussions, and um, there's just, you know, there's a producer in your ear in TV all the time. Four minutes. Annoying. Two minutes. That's why John just said, what's on the grid? Make sure you get, the, on oh, the grid? Yeah. get back to the grid. Your, and we don't I'm get any of that. And it's just... It, this is a very unique radio station. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. This is not typical fun. radio. No. So you can't really throw the radio blanket over this place. This is a completely different place. It so is. Do you think KS95 is getting to talk all they want? Oh, my gosh, no. 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 And it's funny because I've had some conversations with management, you know, about stuff and contracts and all these things. And I'm like, let me be very clear. I will not. You can record this. And are we recording? Are we live? Are we live? I'm the last thing that I would want to do is go work for another radio station because then you got to go through, you got to learn the whole system again, figure out what's important, learn how much they're micromanaged. What's how, how many things do they have you going mm-hmm. to here? There's like a, we know each other. We like each other. We trust each other. Mm-hmm. Let's go entertain and inform, you know, inform I use lightly, but it's, oh gosh, the idea of sitting through an orientation at some other radio station in town? Oh, Lord in heaven. There, there is no other orientation. I've never been through orientation in my life <laughs> until I came here. Is that right? Yeah, there's no there's no orientation. Uh, no. Nope. Wow. So you don't have to sit through that if All you right, leave. Well, that's great. All right. but yeah. When are you going again? No, I'm not. Oh, that's the whole point. <laughs> All right, saying. all right. No, I get it. Um, okay, let's talk about Seinfeld, because I'm very intrigued by this. I, I started watching Seinfeld again randomly the other day. I'll do it from time to time. And I thought, I need a laugh at the end of the night. I watched a couple episodes of, uh, of Seinfeld. Then I watched a couple episodes of The Office. So then I think it's one of those situations, if you're looking to buy a Jeep, all you see are Jeeps everywhere. Sure. So the Seinfeld headline sort of jumped out to me. But the question was on Reddit, who was the real star of Seinfeld? And a bunch of people were suggesting that the real star is actually George Costanza. Hmm. You think Seinfeld because it's in the name. You think Seinfeld because it's primarily set mm-hmm. in his apartment. But it's really who could the show not fly without? George Costanza. Jerry was rarely the funniest person in any given episode, and he would say the same. You needed George and his neuroticness, yes. neuroses, his parents. You needed that. He, he you know, uh, J- Jason Kramer's Alexander also talked about his own, his doing the character of George. Um, and he said, like, you know, George had these moments of self-awareness, too, of some of his problems, of the fact that his life was a mess that people would relate with. But I think that you're right, that the show doesn't work without 
George. So you could argue that George is the star of Seinfeld, although the show George just doesn't have the same ring to it. But Kramer, for me, for my money, Kramer, if you go down to like seconds on screen to laugh ratio, mm-hmm. he's one of the greatest, most laugh-inducing characters in the history of sitcoms. Like when he walks in the door and his head is like shaking. Yes. <laughs> and it's always something and he's bursting in yeah. and it's just so great. He is just so stinking funny. I, just I watched... do love Elaine too. But anyway, Elaine's go ahead. great. They're all great. Yeah. They are all great. But I just think Kramer is just about as, as funny as it gets. The episode I just watched the other night and I forget where I think they're all on Netflix now. Seinfeld. Um, which is like Jerry Seinfeld's, I don't know if it's his third deal that he's done. He did something with Hulu, something with Netflix, and he just keeps signing deals that are over $100 million. Wow. And then wow. they get the rights. Not These to mention. are going to have a nice life. What he's made in syndication rights on broadcast television, you know, like TBS and stuff like that. But um, it, I watched the episode where Kramer is randomly in an office building. It's the Bizarro episode he's oh. randomly in an office building steps out of a bathroom and a guy like you donna is slapping the printer saying i don't know what's going on with this thing <laughs> so then kramer just walks over to him and says well you know what the problem is with these and then he starts talking about these rods and ink wells and all this yeah, sort of yeah, stuff yeah, yeah. and then a uh, guy comes in the hall and says hey johnson said we need to be in the boardroom now and then the guy at the printer says to kramer in this big office building all right let's go so kramer just goes to the meeting <laughs> And now oh Kramer, who has God. been chronically unemployed, assumes the job, <laughs> just shows up the next day, gets a briefcase. Jerry says, what's yes. in there? It's just three rolls of Ritz crackers. <laughs> That's all he has in there. <laughs> and then the episode goes on, and Jerry's uh, feeling distant from Kramer because Kramer's not you know, home for dinner, and he's not coming in to talk. And it, just like the little things I'm watching, and I thought, this wow. is just classic old-timey. It does kind of feel old-timey now. But you feel like you're watching throwback sitcom comedy and i know that's redundant because that means situational comedy sitcom got it the office is also great still watching just watching another episode into the last office. night you gotta watch the british british office. really yeah gotta watch the british office have you seen the diversity day episode of that's the, the office? only one i've seen <laughs> i think that's the only full episode i've ever seen oh gosh there it's that's so a funny bad. show oh gosh yeah a little uh what would you Very, call it? Uh, improper. Ajita. Yeah, it you gives you Ajita. Ajita. You're like, oh gosh, no, don't say that. Secondhand embarrassment yes. all throughout that show. Yeah. Anyway. Thanks, Steve. Go, George. We need more George. I saw him in something not that long ago, and he played a serious character. Mm. And he was really good. He and was he like has... somebody's best friend, and he was living in Mexico or somewhere. His hair now, too, right? I don't know. I about think he's that. got hair. What? All I right, think Jason gotta, Alexander's hair. Everybody got to do the googs. Get the goog on, Donna. <laughs> Donna, you stay, Dawn. Yes, you go. I'll do my podcast with Kenny. Now. Oh yeah, tell Kenny I said hi. I will. Right. Bye.